Had no coffee all day. With that cup. I want you to go inside that bag on the zipper and it should be the clicker. Should be in there. Go just on just on the front. There you go. Thank you, son. Good son. Well, hallelujah to everybody. Shabbat Shalom. Special time. I'll give uh, Most High Yah all the praise, all the glory. Uh, as we normally say, greetings, uh, salutations to the uh, 12 tribes of Israel that have been scattered abroad by the mighty hand of Yah. Um, greetings to all those and greetings um, to everybody who has been restored back by Messiah. I think people look at that too lightly. About him restoring everybody back. I think the book talks about that everybody has what? Sinned. Everybody's fell short. Can't nobody walk up to the door. And knock on the door. The gates of Yah. And say here. Look at my resume. I'm applying for a job. What job are you applying for? Well I heard there, there was an inheritance for the uh, uh, saints. Man that piece of paper ain't going to work. The resume is not going to work. So greetings to all of those, to all of us who have been brought back by Messiah. Um, just because he loved us. Greetings to all. I think Shaul says to the Yahudim first, then to the Gentiles and nations. It's important for Yehuda to get that because I think as it was stressed last night, you praise. You praise. Who is a Yehudi? Well, who was one circumcised what? Inwardly. And now what? Outwardly. That's just book. Sometimes we don't like book. But that's just book. Last but not least. To the crackheads. In 2019, meth is probably hotter than crack right now, ain't it? Huh? We got folks stuck on opioids. Oh, this word for you. If we can only be hooked on the word like we get hooked on opioids and cocaine, marijuana, huh? How much farther would I be if I'd have been hooked on that word as I was hooked on that blunt? How much farther would I be? Because he was calling me then. But I, 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 I didn't want the aroma of the incense. I liked the aroma of that cush. Them sweets. But that's the mercy of Yah. He good now. He has, he has a, that's why we say, you got to have a Ruach in you. So we can understand Yah's big picture. Anyway, so our uh, message today is a woman at the well. A woman at the well. Insight to the deep. It's probably the best picture I could find. It wasn't uh, the pixels. I don't know. Y'all tech people know. It's probably what it's called. Pixels or something, ain't it? The pixels ain't right. Yeah, okay. Well, the woman at the well. Insight to the deep. So, a water well. Okay, a water well is an issue of water from the where? From the earth. Okay. A pool 
fed by a spring, a pit or hole sunk into the earth to reach a supply of water, a shaft or hole sunk to obtain oil, brine, or gas. So when we look at these wells, the well is on, you're on the top of the surface, but within it goes deep into the earth to, 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 to pull something out. Okay, so wells are deep. They're really deep. Okay, and it's to pull something out or to draw something out. Okay, so wells are deep uh, so that things can be drawn out. There are precious materials. There are items deep within the earth. They have to be drawn out. There are precious materials and items that are deep within the earth and they have to be drawn out out. Give me John 6, 44 through 45, brother. There are precious materials and items deep within the earth and they have to be drawn out. Drawn out. No one is, no one is able to come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. Does what? No one is able to come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. Mm -hmm. And I shall raise him up in the last day. He'll do what? I shall raise him up in the last day. So I must be down in order for me to be raised up. I must be down. In order for someone to draw me, I must be at a lower position. Well, someone's got to draw me up or raise me. Go, go ahead, brother. It has been written in the prophets. It has been what? It has been written in the prophets. Mm-hmm. And they shall all be taught by Yah. Mm. Everyone then who has heard from the Father and learned comes to me. It said everyone too, didn't it? Everyone. Everyone. Have mercy. So, the same way you use a well to draw out things that you can't see. Do you see the water? Or the oil? Or the gas? Or whatever you're looking for. Do you actually see it? You got to dig. And when you dig, you got to dig deep. 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 Hmm. Interesting. Luke 6, 45. 6, 40, 6 and 45. Got it up here for you. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. An evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is ra, evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. For the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So our mouth reveals things that's from our deep. Our mouth reveals things that's from the deep. Uh, brother chart uh, Luke 8 uh, 11 Luke 8 11 through uh, probably around 15 Now the parable is this. Mm -hmm. The seed is the word of Yah. Mm -hmm. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Mm. Then cometh the devil mm. 
-hmm. and taketh away the word out of their hearts. Out of their what? Out of their hearts. Mm -hmm. Least they should believe mm. and be saved. Mm. They on the rock are they which when they hear receive the word with joy. Mm -hmm. And these have no root which for a while believe mm. and in time of temptation fall away. Mm. And that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life mm -hmm. and bring no fruit to perfection. Mm. But that on the good ground, that on the what? On the good ground, on the what? On the good ground mm -hmm. are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. They bring forth what? Fruit with patience. They bring forth what? Fruit with patience. So the seed had to go into the ground. And it had to go deep. The seed had to go real deep. And with patience, what the brother said, with patience, something comes out. See, y'all so patient with us that you might be 40. And you only been walking in righteousness or in the truth, as we say, for 7, 8, 9, 10 years. So... Someone was patient with you for the prior 23, 25, 30-something years. You're on a highway to hell. It's in the grave. You're on a roller coaster ride with no seatbelt. You like Pac and all that, doing 90 down the freeway. But someone was patient. To bring something out of you from the deep. That was, was, that, was that 15? Okay. Thank you, brother. So, let's turn to Genesis 24. Genesis 24. We're going to do some reading today. But reading good for you. Reading exercise your brain. You exercise our mind. You want to win a war in your mind, Read. You want to win some wars, read. You got to train that brain. I train our brain sometime. It don't make no sense. Throw a bunch of weights and do a bunch of running. What about your brain? What's your mind? You got to exercise the spirit. Genesis 24 and 1. This is how I whenever you get there. Genesis 24 and 1 and it reads... And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said to his elder servant of his house that ruled over the, all that he had, Pray I put thee thy hand under my thigh, and I will make thee swear by the Lord, by Yahweh, the Elohim of Shamaim, and the Elohim of the Eretz, that thou shalt not take a wife unto the son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. You know, when I see stuff like that, and I think about where we are today. I got three young men. And I see why they did this. I see why they arranged marriages. I see why, you know, I, I really do. So I like when I, I meet other young couples as, you know, and they got girls. You know, and then it kind of takes me to Shimshon, Samson. Remember what his parents said to him? It's like, men, is it not any women of your of your tribe that you why you gotta go down to the Philistines is it not any women in your nation 
Get somebody out of the tribe. This is being a nation. Why, why you got to do that? And if, if we want to build or carry, we want to really fulfill the via hafta, then, you know, the parents, myself included, we're going to have to start doing some looking. And, you know, folks get about 17, 18, you know, we're going to have some, uh, you know, galas or, you know, some events or something, you know, lights on, you know, chaperone, but, you know, y'all mingle and talk or something, uh, you know, because you can see a tactic of the adversary to get someone unequally yoked. And now you're in a mess. And it's so much uh, more fruitful and more powerful when two are one. When two are one. So, anyway, that's just every time I see that. Oh, that ain't not point for the day. But it is important. Verse 4. But thou shalt go into my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me into this land. Must I need bring thy son again to the, the land from whence thou camest? And Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou, that thou bring not my son thither again. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. Abraham never forgot the word. No matter how old he was, no matter what point in his life, you know, he, he, he never, he has not forgotten the word. He was told that his son, his seed was going to be like the sand on the seashore. He got one boy. Two, but he had to get rid of one. If you can look up, can you count the stars? No, sir. That's how your seed going to be. I got one son. So as he is older and is preparing to take his next step, He's like, look, I got to get this boy married. I got to get him a woman. So we have to kind of take that same initiative as in we cannot forget the word. He was quick to say, hey, look, he called me from my father's house. Took me from my land. Spoke to me. Swore to me. He's like, I know, I know. He, and they were saying, I, I know he ain't going to lie. Verse 8, if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this oath, only bring not my son thither again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master and swore unto him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of, of, uh, ten camels of the camels of his master and departed for all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose went to Mesopotamia, the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening. Even the time uh, that women go out to draw water, to draw water, to draw water, to draw water. Draw water from the where? Okay. Okay. He said, O Yahuwah Elohim of my master. Now he said he was his God. But he just said, hey, the God of my master. I pray thee, send me good speed this day and show kindness unto my master, Abraham. We've all been in that kind of scenario. It's like, man, how is this? I don't, even, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. You first get into the truth, 
What is Passover? How do you do it? What is well, I don't even help me. I don't even know how the help gonna come. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of men of this city come out to draw water. Let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. And thereby shall I know that my master, or that thou hast shown kindness unto my master. And it came to pass before he had done speaking. Does that ever happen to some of y'all? You talking to the Most High, you, you praying, you just, I mean, you ain't even finished your thought. Like you got the thought in your mouth and you about to you about to do a you know something else, period, something else, comma. And then before you even did that, boom. This is what he going through. And it came to pass before he had done speaking. Ain't even finished talking. He's like, I ain't even got my request out yet. That behold, Rebecca came out. Who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher on her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin. Neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well. She went down to the well. She went down to the well. And filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand, and she gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, she said. So they're at the well having a conversation. They're at the well having a conversation. Just remember that. You'll get here in about 10, 15, 20 minutes. But they're at the well talking, having a conversation. And she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the, into the trough and ran again to the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondering at her held his peace. He's about to snap. He's about to lose it. Hallelujah and all over the place. To wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass that, the, that as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hand of ten shekels weight of gold. And said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, which uh, she bare at Nahor. She said, Moreover unto him, we have both straw and provender enough and to room to lodge in. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. He said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who have not left destitute my master of his mercy, of his truth. Of his mercy and his truth. Of his mercy of his truth. I being in the way. Real quick. Read uh, Acts 24 and uh, 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 15. Or 24 and 14. Acts 24 and 14. This I confess unto thee mm -hmm. that after the way, which after the what, after the way, after the what, after the way, mm. which they call heresy, mm -hmm. um, so worship I the Yah of my fathers. So worship who? The Yah of my fathers. Who? 
the Yah of my fathers. Like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm. He said, who have not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth, I being in the way, Yah hath led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran and told them of the mother's house these things. And Rebecca had a brother, and his name was Laban, Lavon. Nobody old Lavon, don't we? I'm your pusher. You hustle, ain't he? Oh, crazy uncle. Everybody got that crazy uncle. Throwed all the time, scheming, always trying to do something. Life for the reunion. Come on, uncle. You got to chill out, huh? Doing too much. It's all right to be around you a little bit. Okay, I joke ain't live with you. Choke ain't live with you. And Laban ran out unto the man, uh, out unto the man, unto the well, probably because he saw their uh, saw their jewelry. <laughs> and it came to pass when he saw the earrings and the braces upon his sister's hands, when he heard the words of Rebecca, his sister, saying, "Thus spake the man unto me that came unto the man." And behold, he stood by the camels at the well. He said, "Come in, thou blessed of the Lord. Wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house, the room for thy camels and the man." came to the house and ungirdled his camels and gave straw, provender for the camels and water to wash his feet and the men's feet that were with him. And there was said meat before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told my Aaron. And he said, speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant. And the Lord hath blessed my master greatly. He's become great. And he hath given him flocks, herds, silver and gold, men servants and maid servants and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when she was very old. And unto him he hath given all that he hath. Now think about this. You're the damsel at the well. She had no clue that her kindness, I think it's in Proverbs about the law of kindness rolling off your lips. She had no idea what she was talking herself into. He was like, look, Abraham got cheese. He rolling. And he's giving it to his only son. And he's going to be a wealthy man. He need a queen. But that was, you know, the woman at the well. Where are we? Because I think somebody else looking for a bride, ain't they? Somebody else looking for a bride too, ain't they? We never know we have that encounter at the well. Sometimes what we say or don't say dictates the dictates the outcome. Sometimes we talk ourselves into some, sometimes we talk ourselves out of something. I think I'm in uh, 37. And my master made me swear, saying that thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the Canaanites. Of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell, but thou shalt go into my father's house to my kindred and take a wife to my son. And I said unto the, my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with thee and prosper thy way. And thou shalt take a wife from my son of my kindred and from my father's house. Then shalt thou be clear from this oath. But uh, when thou comest to my kindred, and if they give not thee one, thou shalt be clear from my oath. And it came on this day unto the well and said O Lord God of my master Abraham if thou will now do prosper my way which I go behold I stand by the well of water it shall come to pass when the virgin cometh forth to draw water I say to her give me I pray thee a little water 
of thy pitcher to drink. He's going to say, he said to her, give me drink. He's going to say, give me drink. So that was Genesis 24, 1 through 43. Now, in this chapter, well is described differently than we would normally find it in our Hebrew text. In this instance, well is ayin. Now some of us, and, and when, when I tell you what it means, who knows what that means? What does ayin mean? Okay, that's the, that's the smallest description of it. I didn't put the others up. There's going to be two, two, like ding. What does ayin mean? What would you say? Ah. So well, in Genesis, uh, I'm sorry, in Genesis chapter 24, the meeting at the well is not written in Hebrew as a well, but is written as ayin. They met at the eye. So ayin literally means I. Literally means I. One small description is a, of a spring or a fountain. And when we have a spring or a fountain, where does that come from? Deep. Under the ground. So we have a servant of uh, uh, Abraham looking for a particular bride and he requests to meet her at the well which really means I. Eyes are an entrance. Your eye is an entrance. When you look at a well there's an entrance, right? You drop it all the way down you pull it all the way back out, right? We look at our eye, you know, uh, what's that phrase? Hey, oh, you're, oh, cry me a river. So eyes are an entrance. Brother, let me get Matthew 6, 22 and 23. Matthew 6, 22 and 23. So eyes is an entrance. The light of the body is the eye. Is the what? Is the eye. Is the what? Is the eye. Okay. If therefore thine eye be single, uh -huh. thy whole body shall be full of light. If the eye is what? Single. It shall be what? Full of light. Oh. Uh. No, keep on. But if thine eye be evil, mm. thy whole body shall be full of darkness. Mm. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, mm -hmm. how great is that darkness? Mm. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one mm -hmm. and love the other, mm. or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You mm. cannot serve um, God and mammon. Mm. So, if your eye, there's an issue with your eye, this tells us what you're full of. Either you're full of light within. Or you're full of darkness. It's kind of like this Luke 6, 4, and 45. The abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So the ayin, or the eye, gives us insight into you. So the whole purpose of the well is to say, hey, there's something in there, and it's deep. So how deep are our wells? 
within. How hard is it to come out? Let me get Proverbs 30 and uh, 17. I, the what? The eye mm -hmm. that mocketh at his father mm. and despises. That mocks at who? At his father mm. and despiseth to obey his mother. Mm. The ravens of the valley shall pick it out mm. and the young eagles shall eat it. So this kind of goes along with what Yahshua was saying in Matthew 6 about your eye and about this being a telltale about you. And we have a young woman who is talking to a representative of someone, the father, at the well. And the well meant I. Hmm. Matthew 7, 3-5, And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote, of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Hmm. So you can have a beam in your eye, so your eye can be clogged up. Like your eye can be clogged up. Something can be in the way of your eye. Hmm. Let's turn to uh, Genesis 26. Should already be there, I think. Genesis 26. Genesis 26 and 1, and it reads, There was a famine in the land. Beside the first famine, that was the days of Abraham. And Isaac went into Abimelech, king of Philistines, and to Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down to Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee. So folks been sojourning, been sojourners for a long time. And will bless thee, for unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply the stars of heaven. I will give unto thy seed all, the, all these countries, and the seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my Torah. And Isaac dwelt in Gerar, and the men of the place asked him of his wife. And he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say, She is my wife. Least said he, and the men of the place should kill me for Rebekah. Because she was fair to look upon. So she was fine. And it came to pass, when he had been there for a long time, that Abimelech, the king of Philistines, looked out the window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. They, they were flirting. You know, it's like me sometimes with my wife out in public. And I'll slap on a butt right there in the middle of the store. Okay, holding hands or something. Here, give me, some, give me a kiss. She give me a little peck. Now I want some mouth. I want some lips. Okay, so this is what this is. So this just paint the picture. Just paint the picture. So he like he like man. What kind of he like what kind of freaky stuff is that? You said that was your sister. Just kind of paint the picture. 
If I said, hey, that's my sister, and you see her sign of Walmart, and I'm slapping, her, I'm slapping on her behind, holding her hand, hugging and, and squeezing on her, and you say, what kind of mess is that? What kind of stuff they got going on? They're brother and sister. <laughs> so this is what he sees. Okay? And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, of a surety, she is thy wife. And how said that she is my sister? And Isaac said unto him, Because I said, Least I die for her. And Abimelech said, What is this thou hast done to us? One of, thy, one of the people uh, might lightly have been lying with thy wife, and thou shouldest have brought guilt, guilt, guiltness upon us. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac sold in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and Yah blessed him. The man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. He had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds, great store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. So think about the woman at the well and how her words and the, uh, what was it, Kairos time, right, the opportune time, and look where they are now. Verse 15, for all the wells which his father's servant had digged, who was his father? Abraham. In the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines stopped them and filled them with earth. So all the wells, all these blessings, someone tried to cover them up, put dirt in them. You know, kind of like how Yahshua had said, how are you going to judge somebody? When there is a redwood or a beam in your what? Eye. So the eye being clogged or stopped up is the same way the well is stopped up. Which was, this, is a, this, is a, this is a sign of being blessed. That you can dig wells and then you get something from deep out. And who covered up the holes? The Philistines. Who <laughs> the Philistines? Oh, Goliath. Oh, oh, oh. When we come out of Egypt, we're not going that way. Because you ain't ready. We're going this way. So, wells being clogged. If you're like a well. I wonder if the adversary would try to cover your well. I wonder if the adversary would try to keep precious materials from within you from coming out. Huh. If you're a well, or if you're a woman at the well, and a man of prestige is talking to you about something precious, and you verbally turn it down because you couldn't see what was in front of you. Because the eye is an entrance to who you are. Is your body full of light or is it full of darkness? Where am I? Thank you, son. Uh, 17, 16, thank you, thank you, though. you're real close. And Abimelech said to Isaac, go from us, 
for thou art much more mightier than we. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and they found a well of springing water. And the herdmen of Gerard did strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. So, you knuckleheads hadn't had no water, had no luck. Then Isaac come in, and there's water. He's able to dig, and something comes out. Water comes out. Huh. He called the name of the well Ezek because they strove with him. And they digged another well and strove out. And strove for that also, and he called the name of it Sitna, and he removed from thence and digged another well, and for that they strove not, and he called the name of it Rehoboth, and said, For now Yah hath made room for us, we shall be fruitful in the land. And he went up from thence to Beersheba. There appeared unto him the same night, and said, I am God of Abraham, I am the God of Abraham, thy father fear not, for I am with thee, and I will bless thee. Multiply thy seed for thy servant Abraham's sake. And he built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched and pitched his tent there. And Isaac's servants digged a well. Then Abimelech went to him from Gerar and Hazuth, one of his friends, Pekal, the chief captain of his army. And Isaac said unto them, Wherefore come ye now to me, seeing you hate me, and you have sent me away from you? And they said, We saw certainly that the Lord is with thee. And we said, let us now be an oath betwixt us, betwixt us and thee, and let us make a covenant with thee. Because everywhere he went, he found life. Everywhere he went. He was able to dig a well, or he was able to see. And life came out. Water came out. Now think about it. It's hot out there. Water is the substance of life. And he made them a feast, and they did eat and drink. They rose up beat times in the morning, and swore one to another, and Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. And it came to pass that the same day that Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had digged, and said to him, We have found water. Okay. Let's look at... Um, Genesis 24. And Genesis 24, we have uh, a particular individual. We're going to, and I, I actually, I got it up here for you on the screen. Uh, we talk about this chapter, how there's fountain or well is going to say Ayin. So we have his um, servant saying, Behold, I stand by the fountain of water and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. So that fountain is the Ayin. I got it in white there for you to see it in Hebrew, the Ayin. So the I. So he's standing by well but it's described as an I. Okay. Now this servant who is talking it doesn't say doesn't say who the servant is. So we have to make an assumption. Okay, we're going to make a biblical assumption that, uh, go ahead and read, read me uh, Genesis 15 and 2. 
we're going to assume this this gentleman is the same servant. Um, we're going to assume. And Abram said, mm-hmm. um, Adonai Elohim, mm-hmm. what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? Right. And the steward of my house is Eliezer uh-huh. of Damascus. Is who? Eliezer of Damascus. So this, at that time, he said, look, I ain't got no kid, and my chief steward, my, 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 my number one guy, he don't get all my inheritance. And his name is Eliezer. Eliezer. And his name means God is help. Or God's help. So you are Refka. You're Rebecca. And you're just doing what you're supposed to do. You're going out to draw water at the same time where the women of the city go to draw water. And you run into a person and the person's name literally means God's help at the well. And the way it's described in the Hebrew is that well means I. So we have a two-way conversation going, right? And you don't know who you're talking to, but this person you're talking to has a lot to get, has a lot to offer you. And he's literally naming God's help. And you're looking at him, and he's looking at you, and this particular person is looking into your eyes. You know, you ever talk to somebody, or if I know a guy, sometimes you tell young guys, hey man, look me in the eye when we talk. Look me in the eye. So you have this person with some prestigious esteem is looking at Rebecca, and he is God's help. And he's looking at this woman at the well. And I have something to offer you. And she aces it. She aces it. Aces it. Let's turn to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. To get the better meaning, we've got to start at verse 1. I'm sorry. I'll start at verse 1. John of Yochanan, chapter 1. So we have Eliezer. El, Eli, always is this, this abbreviation of Eli, Elohim, and it means God. Right? So, God's help at the well. Just kind of keep that in the back of your ticker, or whatever you want to call your brain. When therefore, Yochanan, or John 4 and 1, when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Yahshua had made, uh, made and baptized more disciples than Yochanan, though Yahshua's, Yahshua himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar. Sychar. Sychar means drunkenness. So they're drinking in Sychar now. You understand what I'm saying? They're drinking. Near the parcel of ground that Yaakov gave his son Yosef. And Yosef had two what? Sons. 
whose name was what? Mm-hmm. And so Joseph technically did not get a land, but his two sons got blessed. And Ephraim and Manasseh, they're north or the south. They're on the north, part of northern, northern, the northern tribes. So, verse 5, Then cometh thee to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, drunkenness, near to the parcel of ground that Yaakov gave to his son Yosef. Now, Jacob's well, Jacob's well, Jacob's well. I just got it. We just read it. We read a child. I just had a bunch of, he had a bunch of wells, didn't he? Things was blessed, too. You don't think his, you don't think his son took advantage of that? I mean, Isaac took advantage of Abraham's well. I mean, is, was that what that just taught last night about sometimes what your parents getting? It's just when that just said last night. Now, then and, you know, and here it's just you just you just hey, just had to be the the honor of your parents. And they pass it on down. Now, Yaakov's well was there for six. Yahshua, therefore, being wearied with his journey, set us on the well. He sat on the well. About the sixth hour. Then cometh the woman. Then cometh the woman of Samaria to do what? Draw water. You don't believe what he said to her. He said, Give me drink. He said, Give me drink. You don't believe this, but a long time ago, somebody named God's help was at a well. He said, Give me drink. Because I got to do something good for you. But see, your response dictate now. See, you're that woman at the well too. You're a well, but you're also the woman at the well. Because someone's looking to get married. Someone's looking for a bride. So God's help is at the well. You don't believe what Yahshua said. Uh, Sean, uh, Aaron, oh give me uh, John 5. Uh, 30, uh, just start in 35, 36. Somebody. Yeah. He was a burning and shining light. And you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have, uh, but I have greater witness than that of John mm-hmm. for the works which the Father hath given me to finish. Uh-huh. The same works that I do, but witness of me uh-huh. that the Father hath sent me. Uh-huh. And the Father Himself, which that who sent Him? The Father. And you won't believe this, but it was almost like Eleazar. He's going. You know what he always says? He would say, "Hey, the God, the God of my Master," because someone sent him. Someone sent him. You, you, you follow me? Someone, Abraham, a father, sent him. Bringing good tidings. Go ahead. And the father himself, which has sent me, uh-huh. hath borne witness of me. Mm-hmm. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, mm-hmm. nor seen his shape. Mm. And ye have not his word abiding in you, mm. for whom he has... Ye have not abiding in you? Not, yeah, not his word abiding in you. Not his what? His word abiding mm-hmm. in you. So you have to have, remember we talked about the seed earlier? Mm-hmm. Going into the ground? Mm-hmm. It's got to come out at the right time. Mm-hmm. But if ain't no seed in you, then it ain't for you. Mm-hmm. See, you ain't the right woman at the well. Mm-hmm. 
So your mouth gonna dictate who you are now. Go ahead. For whom he has sent, uh -huh. him ye believe not. Uh huh. Search the scriptures. Search the what? Search the scriptures. Search the what? Search the scriptures. Is Eliezer in the scriptures? Keep going. For in them ye think ye have eternal life. Uh huh. And they are they which testify of me. Testify of who? Of me. Of who? Of me. So we have someone at the well whose name means God's help talking to a woman. I got something for you, but your answer dictates everything. Is that not what he was praying? If I say this, and she says this, then I know that you sent her. Did we just read John 6 and 44? Right? That no one can come to me because the Father who sent me drew. Like drawing water out of a well. That means you can see right. Because the Father is searching those who seeking him and spirit and. Thank you, son. John, what was that? John, uh, give me drink. Verse 7. For come the woman of Samaria to draw water, Yahshua said to her, give me drink. For the disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. So it was just him and her. That's why it's important that we understand it's going to be us and him. I mean, just one-on-one. -on -one. So you're having a one-on-one -on -one with somebody sent from the Father. She's having a one-on-one -on -one with someone sent from the Father. She's having a one-on-one -on -one with someone sent from the Father with something to give her. At the well. Then saith the woman of Samaria to him, How is it that thou being a Yehudi ask drink of me? Why would you even be talking to me? Which am a one of Samaria, for the Yehudim have no doom the Samaritans. Yahshua answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of Elohim, and who was it said to thee, Give me to drink. Thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. So we have an example in your Torah. Someone named God's help is searching and looking. And he meets a woman at the well. In their conversation, in the discussion, she has something within her that makes her qualified to be the bride that qualifies her to be the bride now we have someone who has been sent from the father in John but he has a greater gift and he would have given thee living water verse 11 the woman said unto him sir thou hast nothing to draw with and the well is deep from whence then hast thou that living water. What do we say well meant then in that Genesis chapter 24, 26? Well meant what? I. Look what she said. She said, sir, thou have nothing to draw with. She's looking at him with her what? Physical eyes. You ain't got nothing to draw with. How you gonna give me something to drink? So which woman are you at the well, baby? Which one are you? Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? 
Art thou greater than our father Yaakov, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Yahshua answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. This sounds familiar like about that with the manna, right? Your fathers ate man ate bread, but it's, that wasn't the real man. The manna's been sent down, and it's right here. Whosoever drinketh this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be unto him a well of water springing up into everlasting life, like from the deep. One said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. The woman is kind of is starting to, she's starting to teeter a little bit, as opposed to saying, Hey man, like you're a Yehudi. This is, you can tell, this is, this is our ancestors well. This is our well. She said that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Yahshua said to her, go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Yahshua said unto her, thou hast said, well, I have no husband. You know why I said that to her? You won't believe what he was doing. He was looking at her, into her, and he could see that within, at the well, which meant Ayin, I. He is talking to a woman. I have something for you, and I'm looking at you in your eye, and I am calling out what I see from within. At the well. So we all got to be a woman at the well. Now the first woman aced it. But this woman here is starting to turn. Starting to turn. For thou hast had five husbands. And whom thou now hast is not thy husband. In that said. In that said thou truly. Woman said unto him, Sarpes, if thou art a prophet, our fathers worship in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Yahshua said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh, and when ye shall neither uh, in this mountain, nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father, ye worship ye know not what. We know what we worship for salvation is of the Yehudim. But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him, God is a spirit, and they that worship us worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto him, I know that Mashiach comes. So there's some word in her. There's some seed in her. There's, there's something in her. She hearing him. At first it went to, why would you ask me to draw you water? How are you going to give me water? You ain't got nothing to draw with. Then it was, well, I do want some of this water. I, 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 I do want that. And he kind of gave her a little, he gave her a little jab. He said, hey, look, y'all don't know what y'all look. The salvation is of the Yehudim. She goes back to her physical eyes. And then she says, I know Mashiach is coming. He will tell us all things. And listen to what he says. This Yahshua said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. How many times have we 
He has he said, don't you tell nobody. Don't say nothing. You say that I am. I ain't say that. But in this scenario, right? So the at the well, at the well, he said to her, "I that speak unto thee am he." He just read in John five that in the scriptures is written of me. So you know what happens at the well? God's help is at the well. His help is at the well. So if she has this many husbands, you won't believe this. You know what he's saying to her? You need help. And there was a conversation at the well. And the father sent someone. And he's having a conversation with this woman. And you can make it big. He's having a conversation with the nation. You can make it personal. I'm looking into your eyes. And I'm looking in you. Because I'm the only one that tries the reins and I search the quarters of your heart. And my suggestion is you need help. And since we're at this well, there's something at the deep bottom that can come up and that you can live. But, at, but you have to accept that you need help. Because Eliezer went to the well looking for someone to marry the master's son. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. He went to the well. He was sent by the father. Looking for someone to marry the son. God's help. At the well. Because he's once again... As we said about the atonement to kafar the inside. So he wants to look into your eye, your entrance. He was like, yeah, <laughs> you got a bunch of men. You've had a bunch of men. So let's look at what she says. I that speak unto thee am he. And upon this came the Talmudim, the disciples, and marveled that he talked with the woman. So they come to the well looking with their what? Eyes. Physical eyes. And at this point, you know what we can say? Hey, you got to have a Ruach in you so we can understand Yah's big picture. They ain't got that far with him yet. They're, on the, they're like, wait a minute. Get her out of here. We don't deal with them. Right, that's just status quo. He taught, uh, and moreover that he talked with the woman, yet no man said, what seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? The woman left her water pot. Ding. She went there to do something. And have you ever went somewhere, you was going to do something, and you got a phone call, and it was so important, you dropped what you did. You dropped, you dropped your bag, your purse, your phone, whatever you had that was valuable, you dropped and you took off. The woman then left her water pot and went away into the city and said to the men, come and see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this Mashiach? Now you won't believe what Re uh, Rebecca did. She went into the house and said, hey, Come check this out. 
So she gets it. Which woman are we at the well? Where are we at? Because at the well, your inside going to be investigated. Can't, can't hold nothing back. The well's like a moment of truth. You one-on-one in the phone booth with them. You one-on-one in a little elevator. So we see that both women became submissive. You can go read the rest of the chapter on your own. But both women became submissive. So our encounter with Yahshua, see the bride, it just it has to be initial. Rebecca, she just aced it, man. She just aced it. But some of us are like the second woman. We hesitant. We're not sure. My fence is up. I'm very physical with my eyes. You know, you look dirty. Or, you know, someone's too good. Whatever we come up with. But there's something with the eyes that keep us from identifying him. So he looking at you and seeing you, but we looking at him, we're not seeing him. It's about people church hop. And they bounce and they go around because they don't, they see people. But you don't hear the word. Which to move story, but what's the word? Seed, it has to go in. And it has to go down deep. And we have to be patient till it comes up or till it comes out. So the, when we're hesitant, we're unclear. Now, she made a right, she did the right thing. But because of being hesitant, because of being unclear, because of, you know, not admitting, hey, I need help. I need help. You know where we go? We go from being a bride, just being a bridesmaid. We go from being a bride like Rebecca to being a bridesmaid like this Samaritan woman. And look what he offered her. He, he offered her what? Life. So he offered her marriage. I'll take you. With all your issues. If she just answered the right way. Because all he did was what Eliezer did. God's help did. Give me a drink. Sometimes it get real simple. I know sometimes I make stuff a lot deep. In God, but, but sometimes it's real simple. Give me something to drink. Isn't there a parable in there? That when I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. When I was cold, you kept me warm. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. But he read it. And the scriptures is, st- is speaking to me. See, God's help come to you at the well. He trying to pull something out of you. But we say, I don't want your help. We say that. I don't want your help. I don't need your help. I don't need that kind of help. I'll get it on my own. I'll figure it out. So what kind of woman are we at the well? Turn to Ephesians real quick. Ephesians. uh, Ephesians 5. 
20. Giving thanks always for all things unto Elohim and the Father in the name of our Master Yeshua Mashiach. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of Elohim. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the wife, sorry, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Mashiach is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, let the wives be to their husbands in everything. Okay? Um, so let's now turn to Genesis. Genesis, I think, 3. Genesis 3 and 16. I got up there, sorry. Genesis 3 and 16. And to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy pain and thy travail, and pain shall bring forth children, and the desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Okay, Genesis 3 and 16. Ladies, I got you. Don't storm up here. Don't take your shoes off. Start throwing stuff up here. Just hang in there. And he shall rule over thee. Okay, that was in Genesis 3 and 16. These are, these are the... Uh, consequences or the rewards, right? That same word, I kev, for the decisions that was made. For the decisions that was made. Rule. When I look at the word rule, it is mashal. It means rule or reign over. Mashal is rule or reign over. Okay? Brother, let me get Genesis 1. 14 through 18. Genesis 1, 14 through 18. And Elohim said, Let lights come to be in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. Mm -hmm. And let them be for signs and appointments and for days and years. Mm -hmm. And let them be for lights in the expanse of the heavens to give life, light on the earth. Mm -hmm. And it came to be so. And Elohim made two great lights. Mm -hmm. A greater light to rule the day. A greater light to do what? To rule the day. To do what? To rule the day. Mm -hmm. And the lesser light to rule the night. To do what? To lesser light to rule the night. Mm -hmm. And the stars. Mm. And Elohim set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth. Mm. And to rule over the day. To do what? And to rule over the day. Mm. And over the night. Mm. And to separate the light from the darkness. Mm. And Elohim saw that it was good. It was what? It was good. Okay. So, so, in Genesis 3, the man and his rule over the woman is mashal. That's the same word that is in Genesis 1 in describing the sun and the moon and it ruling and reigning over the earth. So, the man and how he should rule the woman is supposed to be like the way the sun is over earth. Does the sun come down. And burn everything up all to pieces. Does the moon come and crash. Into the earth. And, and cause all kind of stuff. So the way the sun. And the moon rules. 
is the same way a man is supposed to rule his Isha. The son is, is a is a help, right? It's, you know, we got uh, what's that? Uh, you know, photosynthesis. We can see light, energy, heat. Yeah, I know somebody get too hot, but heat. So the sun and the way it rules is the is the same way a man supposed to rule his wife. So then, when the book says that. This is an example of Mashiach and the church. So Mashiach is going to rule like the way the sun and the moon rules in, in, the, in the sky and reigns over. But I thought that meant to go upside a woman's head. I tell her to shut her mouth and sit down somewhere. But that's not what it says. So once again, someone is wanting to rule and reign with you and they might have a discussion with you at the well. And you might say, eh, I don't want that covering. Somebody might come and, and have a proposition for you if you're a guy to help you in your walk, help you in your life. And we'll say, no, uh, I'm good. We have to be very careful. And we have to be... Uh, um, insightful as we keep going forward because we never know how Yahshua will approach us what he has for us so we have two women that were submissive and when we look at submissive I mean the way the earth is under the sun and receiving what it has is submission so we saw we how, how far we are out of place, how bad out of balance we are. But the way we take it, it means absolutely nothing. And then we, we men and women, we refuse the Eliezer. We refuse his help. It's there. That's what the help meet when he talks about who. Kua Eve. We're way out of whack. So we had two examples of women at the well. We had uh, uh, two good descriptions and conversation with God's help. And we find ourselves, unfortunately, more like the second one. Not like the first one. But that's the inside thing. Now, he was so gracious, he still said, hey, he went so far to say, I'm, I am he, I am he. He knew that with a lot of people. He went that far to say, I am he. I am the Mashiach. It's almost like uh, one that's Terminator 2. Ronald Schwarzenegger walked in the hospital and said, if you want to live, come with me. I'm going to try to kill me last time. So he's, he offered her something that anybody else of his own, he'd be like, don't say nothing. Don't say, don't, say, don't tell nobody. You just go to the you go to the priest. You go show them. You let them see it. Don't say, don't, don't, don't say it. But he told her, I am he. If you're thirsty, I'll quench your thirst. So um, Yahshua has uh, strategically uh, wants us to look a different way. And we get that because when they both ate, 
think as, as Moray said last night, as, as once the man took his bite, vision was changed. And uh, a bigger picture is for the saints to see a certain way. We have to see, we have to have a certain understanding. And that we have to be uh, mindful of what Yahshua is doing and how he's trying to raise us up at that last day. He's drawing us as if someone is drawing water. What do we want is water. And he said, hey, you know what, son? You know what, daughter? You got a real deep well. But we do things that we cover up our own wells. We allow the Philistines to cover up. And we refuse to have the springing water bust up like a geyser because we cover it up. We're too busy worried about somebody else's well. But you got a, a red beam, a redwood tree in your eye. We worried about somebody else's well. What they doing, what they not doing. But then you have a beam in your eye. So we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. But Yah is merciful. How do we know? Because God's help was talking to the Samaritan woman. And the conversation didn't start off good, did it? It ended good. Because she ended up leaving and going and telling everybody. They said, hey, stay here with us. Stay here with us. So... Uh, but with that being said, that was the uh, uh, woman at the well. Insight to the deep. To Yah be the glory by his son, Yahshua. We have to allow Yah to help you. If you take anything away today, let him help you. We need help. He's like, I will meet you at the well. I will look into you. And I'm going to tell you. My, di my diagnosis of you is that you're sick. But I'll help you. I want you to live. I want water to come out from your belly. From your deep. We have to allow him to help us. We got we to we, we gotta do better. We got to want to get the help. God's help at the well. We just have to decide what kind of woman are we. Are we my bra material? I just want to be a bridemaid. Or am I just too busy, you know, being in the street? Now, which one? So with that being said, uh, peace, uh, shalom. Uh, um, just may everybody be blessed uh, for the rest of the day. And then we'll have another service this evening with Pastor Battle. Um, but just peace and shalom. Uh, enjoy this time. Um, consider these things. I know we're in six months. We've got to always consider. Right, what is being offered to us? What is being presented to us? Uh, we have to always consider. And he, all he said was, give me, give me drink. One woman, give me drink. She gave him drink and the camels. And she was blessed. We have somebody else offering us something even greater. And our inside, we choose to be cursed. We choose to be cursed. We choose to be cursed. So we have to, we have to come to a decision. Which woman are we at the well? And when, and when, we, have, when, we, have, when we have these uh, times, we got to stop and think. It's a proverb about that. I'm a paraphrase. You just got to keep your mouth shut and just think. Because if he puts something in you, it's got to come out. If he puts something in you, 
It's got to come out. And he scatters seed everywhere. A lot of us got some good ground. We got some hard ground too. We got some thorns and thistles too. Right, and unfortunately, we let them ravens fly around our head a little bit too much. Snatching that word. So, um, with that being said, shalom.